0: This episode of Outlander Cast is brought to you by MinuteWithMary.com. Okay, guys, let's just acknowledge the elephant in the room. Stuff is weird right now, okay? Things are happening. Things are happening. And I don't know about you, but I have anxiety. And when things are happening and things are weird and things are awkward and things are out of my control, when I can have something that I can control, I love it. If I can have like my daily cup of oatmeal and my coffee with my French vanilla sugar-free creamer, I'm a happy person in the mornings. If I can put on my mascara and feel like pulled together and love my reflection in the mirror when I just like flutter my eyelashes at myself, even though I'm not even going out anywhere, Mm -hmm. I love it. I love it. My kids are crazy. My kids are home. Things are crazy. But if you have little things in your life that you can control that help you out as well, I suggest you do them now. And if you would like to try out some new makeup or some skincare just to play around with, heck... You could you could try out some really crazy new things right now, friends, and nobody would even see. And then when you go back to work, you are going to look like Beyonce. You're going to have <laughs> so much time to practice this stuff. So my favorite mascara, really, really simple, easy to use, um, is on sale this month, the month of March, at minutewithmary.com slash discount just for you, our listeners. If you ever have any questions, if you've got some time on your sleeves and you want to learn a new trick, if you want to have a... Uh, most people listening to this will have already watched Five Hundred Five. If you already want to, ha- if you want to have Claire's makeup that you see in episode Five Hundred Five, I got you. We're going to be coming, and I'm going to do a tutorial in the Clan Gathering on that look because it was so good. Anyway, minutewithmary.com/slash/discount.
1: Hi, this is Val from Connecticut, and you're listening to Outlander Cast with Mary and Blake. In honor of the tongue-twisting Queen Marsley, there was an old pheasant, and he's not too pleasant. And though I'm not a pheasant plucker, I'll be plucking pheasants till the pheasant plucking's done.
2: Ooh. That a girl. Well
3: done.
0: All the way from Providence, Rhode Island, welcome to Outlander Cast. It's a podcast dedicated to the show Outlander on Stars.
2: Sing me a song of a last-
0: vocal arrangement (sighs) I just want like a straight up CD of that this time of like time of life Mm -hmm. if any of you have a CD or I don't know (laughs) do people even do CDs anymore
2: I don't think so (laughs) (laughs) Ah,
0: anyone has a cassette tape mix, (laughs) send it over. Did you
2: record it off the radio? Yeah, no
0: commercials. (laughs) Well, anyway, if you're tuning in for this, you don't know me already. Hi, my name's Mary. I love music.
2: My name's Blake, and I'm still happy to announce that I do not have the coronavirus. Still do not have it.
0: Blake, we're not supposed to be talking about the C
2: word. Oh, no, 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 no. We can talk about it. This is for the podcast listeners. For those of you who are listening right now we are on Facebook live, uh, and we are doing the whole thing. And I just want to say, we, we went over a whole bunch of stuff for all the people watching on Facebook live. And if you're watching this on YouTube, again, welcome. Um, you know, we, we know the stuff that's happening. We know the stuff that's going on here and the whole country is shut down, uh, in the United States. And it's a weird, awkward feeling. And, you know, at the, uh, in the danger of repeating myself, everybody watching us live right now, I just want to say life is weird and it's okay. It's okay. We're is shut down. Everything's going on. And uh, life is, there's a new normal for the, for the time being uh, pro sports are done. Broadway's out um, Massachusetts. They just, they just announced all the bars and the restaurants got to shut down for a month. Uh, all the schools can't cancel for like a month or so, uh, we got, we got stuff, man, we got stuff and it's weird and it's okay to say that. So for everybody I just told on the Facebook live, you're going to hear it again. Um, and I, and I have to do this, uh, in honor of my favorite television show ever. What I want, what I want you to do, what I want you to do is this. If you're listening to this in your podcast, you're at the gym. Well, no, you can't be at the gym cause they're all closed. If you're in your car, you're driving, maybe you're doing your dishes Maybe you you're pulling your hair out because your kids are driving you crazy, and you just you needed some Mary and Blake time to help you out. Um, what I want you to do is I want you to go full lost. I want you to go full Jack Shepard. We have to go back, Kate. And I want you to count to five. I want you to count to five. I want you to let the weird in. I want you to let the the, the stuff, the anger and the frustration and the the fear and just let the weird in. I'm count I'm to baby. five. Let it in, and then after you're done, after five, let it go. Let it out into the ether. Let it go. <laughs> uh, let it go, because everything's going to be all right. We're going to be cool. We're going have- to have fun. We're going to talk some outlander. We're going to make some coronavirus jokes, probably. We're going to have fun no, with we're it. we're not. I don't know what we're going to do. Wait, wait, you know what? This is the Listen to Feedback episode. Thing, things it's do agenda get crazy. free it's things agenda you get
0: crazy on this episode
2: absolutely, so you never know you <laughs> never know so everything's gonna be all right, ladies and gentlemen. count to five okay do the Jack Shepherd thing, let all the stuff in for five seconds, count it, then come and join us, have some fun. we're gonna talk some right. and uh and do that so um so Marvin, yes, you got any opening takes? no, Nothing. My, no no. No, no op- opening takes. No,
0: I'm just ready. I'm excited to talk Outlander. I'm excited to talk about Roger singing and everybody getting a little tipsy.
2: <laughs> By the way, yes, thank you for uh, listening to us now. We were supposed to do this on uh, Thursday evening. Our daughter had a stomach ache, uh, not the coronavirus. Thank you. Um, But she just was sick. And then Mary had plans on Friday. I had plans on Saturday. Today, Sunday, the day that we're recording this, is the first day that we're actually able to do it. So thank you for being patient with us. All right. I suppose uh, we should...
0: I had plans on Friday?
2: Yeah. I I don't remember. I I, I
0: don't have plans.
2: I don't remember what we did. (laughs) So I don't have an opening take. You don't got an opening take. Um, Let's get
0: on with this. You ready to release the hounds? Let's do this. All right. Listener feedback.
2: Let's release the hounds. All right, all right, all right. Oh, no. I like that song. That's the wrong song. That's the wrong song. This is the right song.
0: I'll listen to all these songs. Everybody else feeling it? All right, here we go. So we have an outlandish theory about Fergus. Oh, I'm so excited! Is it about his boots? All right, uh, it was on the website. Is this what you want me reading? You're, you're looking, you're looking funny. No, nope, that's, that's it. Okay. That's it. Okay. All right, all right. We got this, bro. P.S. Yep. Uh, as per Sam, it was the Highland Fling, not the Sard Dance. Is it, am I reading the right thing, Blake? Yeah. You have outlandish theory about Fergus.
2: Huh? Oh, yeah, sorry. That's my outlandish theory. Blake,
0: I read whatever you put in the gosh darn article. I'm Ron Bergen. You put it in capitalization uh, in black. I did. It wasn't pink. It wasn't blue. I'm just reading it because you're looking at it. No, me. you're
2: right. You're right. You're right. You're 100% right. I forgot about this, that this was this was my fault. I have an outlandish theory about Fergus. I talked about it on the After Doc episode. Um, and by the way, you can, you can go to OutlanderCastClan.com and you can check out all the After Dark episodes uh, when you get a chance. Um, it's only for OutlanderCastClan.com. But I, this one was so good that I had I had to come and I gotta say it. I have to say it because I got to get it on record. Okay. They are gonna have to tell Fergus that they're from the future.
0: Oh, okay. I've already heard this.
2: I know you. I know you've heard this. And I'll I, let
0: you divulge.
2: No, they they they're gonna come home and I, I got a feeling that.
0: I got a feeling.
2: <laughs> I've got a feeling that the, the whole thing with the regulators is probably going to take a little bit of a break, a little bit of a pause. And there's going to be this whole kerfuffle with, um, with with Stephen Bonnet. And there's going to be questions that Fergus has. And I just I've got a sense that they have to tell Fergus that they're going to be from the future. Just like how they in order to operate properly, they had to tell Murta that they were from the future or that Claire was from the future. I think the same thing is going to have to happen. They have to do it. So Fergus is definitely going to be is definitely going to find out. So Mary, can I can I? Can I get? What do we
0: all say to that, my friends? Interesting. interesting.
2: All right. So now we can get to the website. Okay. Uh, so that's that.
0: Okay, bro. P.S. Who does not have an outlandish theory about Fergus? <laughs> Continuing as per se, it was the Highland fling, not the sword dance. Thank you very much. I'm a book reader, and I still don't like the Roger character assassination. We're a third of the way through the season, and Roger doesn't appear to have done anything in the months he's been on the ridge, other than sit around and sing to Jamie. Um, just a little side note. I'm fine with that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right, calm he's, down.
0: He's the manny. He's the manny for all of us. This is us friends. All okay, right, calm down. Uh, we'll get back. So um, we should have seen him doing something to try and learn from Jamie about how to live on the ridge. Both Jamie and Roger left their wives. You're forgetting that Jamie had to leave Claire at the Stones. That's why the looks passed between all of them. Ooh, mm-hmm. yes, 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 yes. Love it. We saw what happened with Claire's, Dr. Rawlings' writings that first took. do you think it's going to come back and bite the Frasers in the butt wait oh, like that
2: i think so it, it absolutely
0: wouldn't you <laughs> be upset if your father-in-law didn't like you or have any respect for you roger knows brie loves him um this is a sur subject for me <laughs> <laughs> my father-in-law who i texted today hi are you okay do you need us to bring you food
2: Never roll back. And you know, it would make a lot more sense if, well, it would make less sense if he was talking to me, but my father is not speaking to me either. So
0: let's just leave it there.
2: We're going to, we're going to, I told you, we're letting out the wind.
0: Ned wrote in on the Facebook, not on the Facebook.
2: No, on the, on the website.
0: Website. Do you want me to read it?
2: Uh absolutely go okay. ahead.
0: What kind of accent do you want Ned to have?
2: Uh just your yours, okay? Just just, just you just read it. You you okay. just go with it.
0: <laughs> I don't think the tension between Jamie and Roger will last. Jamie is a lot like the farmland he oversees. It'll give you sustenance, but make you work for it. Jamie's main problem, I think, is that Ian is gone. Oh my God, Ned, you're going to make me cry, okay? (laughs) Ned continues. If all four of them could have returned, I don't think he'd have any real bad feeling about Roger. Let's not forget that Jamie lost his baby Faith, lost Brianna through the stones, and couldn't raise Fergus himself, had to leave William, and then lost Marsily and little Joan to an imploded marriage. Ian kept running back to Jamie because he wanted adventure. But Jamie wanting to keep him was due to the envy of Jenny's large family. She had six children, plus uh, Robbie McNabb and Fergus to raise. So Ian was Jamie's substitute son. He made him into that. And now... Ian is gone and Roger is here and that's hardly his fault Roger was afraid he was going to be executed for helping the priest if he stayed was he supposed to protect the deal Ian made protest the deal that Ian made and if you recall the deal was ma- was off because Claire brought the wrong costume jewelry to the party <laughs> my point is that Jamie is exhausted by loss. Roger is another son that he has to worry about getting killed. Jamie would prefer to not be attached to Roger if or when he dies. So I think he's a bit mean to Roger so they don't get too close. This defense won't last and won't work. Roger is slow.
2: Makes me want to shout. Excellent, Ned. (sighs) Like, that is ridiculously good. Ned, And as much as I ain't a fan of Roger, I wish I could talk like Ned Gowan. That's uh, what
0: I wanted to do and I can't. And so I like...
2: I was suggesting you were going with the Jeffrey Hirsch voice, but I wouldn't want to insult Ned like that. Mm. So we couldn't couldn't do
0: that. No, I was going to do like some New York, like some alliteration for Ned. And then it just... Once I saw where it was going, I just couldn't do an accent.
2: By the all. way, I, I do want to say here. So uh, good. Uh, that was very good. So good. That was excellent. Great job, Ned. Um, it, I mean, how many
0: of us have done that where we've had like losses or breakups or, you know, deaths, things like that. And we just protect ourselves. We put up
2: the walls. Absolutely. Um, and it, I was just about to say, I'm not a big fan of the whole Raja thing. Um, what do you and, mean,
0: the whole Roger thing? You mean Roger as a person?
2: Yeah, like I'm not a big fan of Roger. I get it. Like, it is what it is. But the reasoning here that for Jamie behind why he's treating Roger with such disdain, excellent stuff. And I also have to say this too. Vicki Johnston here on the Facebook Live is ch- yeah. chiming in saying, Mary, you're a better person because you care, regardless of whether or not my dad answer you, answers you. Thank you. So, Vicky, thank you for that. <laughs> um, yes, that's... That's that. All right. On Facebook, Angela Hickey, who is joining us on the Facebook Live, she says, I think every episode will be somewhat episodic this season. Blake, the book had a series of vignettes. That is its structure. Preach. Uh, Sure. I agree, Angela. I mean, I can't agree. I mean, I'll take your word for it. But I'm not going to say that makes good television because- Just because that's the way the book is structured doesn't mean that's the way the television show should be structured. And more importantly, the thing I think that frustrates me and a lot of television viewers is Outlander has established its language over the past four seasons. Its language is that of serialized television. If this were a show like The Blacklist, where it was just every day you got a new guy and they're 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 solving a case and they're buttoning it up, butting it, buttoning it up by the end of the episode, nice and cleanly. You're
0: taking her out of context.
2: Uh, Well, that was the comment, so I I don't. She'll
0: explain in the comments. I'm sure she will. She's here live. She'll be able to do that. I'm
2: sure she will. Teresa
0: Colleen McGuire, do you like that? I'm shifting. Yes. So I can't take it anymore. (laughs) Out said my dad saw Roger and Jamie's interaction in this episode a completely different way than how I first took it. My dad said Jamie is like Roger's coach. He has to. be hard on him and make him question his decisions in order for him to learn Mm. I don't do well with those kind of coaches oh my gosh those like athletic coaches that are like come on do it and I'm like no (laughs) no wonder
2: why you don't get along with my dad (laughs) it's
0: like when we did P90X in the beginning oh yeah and you were like cranking out the push-ups and like hurting and I would just lay on the floor smelling the gross yoga mat be like yeah I'm done
2: I'm like let's go do two more and you're like
0: i can't do this anymore (laughs) what does katie say on facebook
2: katie says 4.7 kilts the good was the scenes with alicia and isaiah i love the comparison between isaiah's wife to jamie's marriage with leary uh you could tell jamie was thinking of her when he said i have not lived with her for two years excellent point Listeners are bringing it today. This is good stuff. Uh, the bad. Tired of Jamie not respecting Roger, Very much ready for their relationship to grow in a positive way. And the great was the intimacy between Jamie and Claire. As much as I love the yes. sex scenes, I love these precious moments even more. Yes. And I love how much of the same lines they kept from the book, especially when Jamie and Claire went into the forest. <sighs> Excellent stuff.
0: Michelle uh, sick. How do you feel about that? How did I do that saying?
2: Bed Bed Yes. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Good job.
0: Thank you. Uh gave it four point eight kilts. The good, I have two. First was when Jamie admits to Roger that he hasn't hadn't prepared Roger properly. Outside of his relationship with Claire, we rarely see Jamie admitting his mistakes. So I felt this was a big step forward in their relationship, even if Roger didn't see it at first. My second is the outdoor set design of Brownsville. It was exactly how I pictured it from the novel, and what I imagine most small settlements in the backcountry would have looked like. Now, Michelle's bad was the sheer number of times one Brown or another volunteered to keep the baby. They want the baby. We get it. <laughs> and Michelle's great was Sophie Skelton's performance. Her ability to show Bree's internal conflict between her logical and emotional sides blew me away. Five plus kills just for Sophie alone. Ooh, do you? You can you co-sign on this, Mavin? I think Sophie did an excellent job in five hundred four.
2: You think so? I do. Yeah, I I liked that. That moment of hesitation that she had when she was burning the pictures that she drew? Well,
0: because see, here's the other thing is that like, Sophie's very different than me. I mean, it's Sophie. Brie. Brie is very different than me. Okay, yep. I would not be able to keep any of those secrets in. I would be bugging out. I'd be telling everybody. I would be showing them his picture being like, this creep is around. (laughs) He's around. I can't take it anymore. I would be telling every single. I'd be making a podcast. I'd be doing it all. Whereas you probably would act a lot like Bray.
2: I would. I would. Because um, I think you're a lot like Bray. Really? Mm. Stop it. Okay. Time out. Time out.
0: Well,
2: Screeching halt. How am I like Bray?
0: The way that you think. Okay. You're like very thaw- amplify. You're like very thorough and analytical. So Brie has an engineer's mind. Sure. Okay. Yep. And I see a lot like that for you. She doesn't make choices um, quickly. Um, yeah. I, I see you a lot like
2: Bree. Wow. Yeah. Okay. Maybe, yeah. maybe Bree. Anyone my, else?
0: I don't know. I don't maybe, know. Maybe
2: Bree's my soul sister.
0: What do we think Bree's Enneagram is? I don't know. We'll figure that out. <laughs> All
2: right. Tamara Wilson-Steele says, Hi, Marion Blake. I think that Jamie is missing young Ian dearly and is unconsciously holding it against Roger, adding to the contempt we see, even though it was the consequence of Jamie's own actions. Yeah. And, you know, I think the funny thing is, is that did, did Jamie put Ian in a position where he had to feel like, he had to to leave. Did Jamie right?
0: put Ian in a position where he had to? Leave? In
2: season 4, you know, like
0: Listen, Ian was pumped, okay? Yes. Ian was like a kid who who just wanted to go on spring break all of his life.
2: Okay. Yes, cuz he he had nothing better to do.
0: <laughs> I think if Ian was like, "No, please don't make me go." It would have been a very different story. But Ian is Ian's all about this, okay? In the book, Ian's like pumped because there's a lady there too oh okay, okay. so he's yep. just like rip raring to go for some adventure of his own yep so i mean jamie's feelings yes i get it and ian having to leave the family yes mm-hmm. but when ian left you saw that hooping and hollering that is a boy that is like
2: cancun here i come <laughs> <laughs> rebecca ann here on facebook is saying uh because i'm supposed to be like Bree, i guess that that does mean i really do like roger uh hashtag no nope nope still still out on roger still out uh natasha what do you got for natasha
0: Natasha says, okay, firstly, I just want to say that I have only read as far as Voyager. So I'm looking at this season from a show-only perspective. It pains me to say this, but the rapid introduction of so many new characters is leaving me confused and honestly a little bored. Ooh. I'm just really struggling to care very much about any of them, and I'm longing for more action between the characters that we know and love or love to hate. I listened to the podcast this morning, and I think that Bree hit the Blake hit the nail. Oh, do you like
2: oh that was a good <laughs> slip. (laughs) (laughs)
0: I love what Blake had to uh, Blake hit the nail on the head when he described the last two episodes as episodic. Like I said, I haven't read this far into the book, so I don't know what else there is to come, but even so I'm nervous about how much more they have to squeeze in, and I can't help but feel like a lot of this could have been cut or condensed somehow. I'm really praying that it all comes together and makes it worth it, as right now it's just starting to feel like a bit of like a bit of a slog. Just like
2: that.
4: A
0: winner! phrase from somewhere else
2: yeah a bit of a slog it's like a slog you, you're slogging through the, the through the is that
0: like sludge
2: no it's not is sludge it slug? It's a slog a slog is like when you just you're like you're, Where's you're this from? I don't know where it's from you, it's like a, you're slogging through the through the mud it's a, just a slog man it's just a slow sludging go sludging
0: through the mud
2: no no you don't know sludge through the mud that's it, sludge is a thing slog is not a thing slog, slog is, is a, a verb. verb yeah sludge is a, is a noun you can't you can't noun something. You just you, yeah Is you verb like a, something.
0: It says to hit hard, as in boxing or cricket. Slug.
2: No, that's slug. Oh, you're, you're looking at slug. You, hoop. you get <laughs> to look up slog. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Anyway, Uh, moving on. Emails. Uh, This one comes from Heather. Dear Mary and Blake, this is Heather again from Berlin, Germany. Hello. Just wanted to say, uh, sorry, Mary, if you tripped up on some of my spelling last week. Oh, girl, I trip up all the time. She's actually British, not German. Very cool. And uh, they spell words differently than the American spelling. But you understood what she was saying, so all is well. Yay. So, on to this week's episode of The Company We Keep. On the whole, I would give it 4.7 kilts. As you guys would say, it gave me all the feels. But for me it came perilously close to being Ooh, a bit Paris. too perilously uh too su- sugary sweet in a way that actually detracts from the emotional resonance. It's funny. We always say we want more of this stuff on Outlander, but the right dose is absolutely vital. It did improve upon my second and third watching though. Mavin. Listen. I, I are you on this sugary sweet um Oh, I'm
0: all about the do you want this baby? Is that what she... Do you think she's talking about the sugary sweet moments? No, but like the, the stuff... Because I'm all about that moment.
2: No, I mean, yes, but the stuff between Morton and Alicia and the riding off with the with the whole like voiceover and hopefully we do the things that are good and they outweigh the bad and all that other stuff.
0: All I can say, Blake, is if you don't like voiceovers, hold on to your butts for oh, really? episode
2: 505. <laughs> wow. Wow. Okay. <laughs> All right.
0: Okay. Um, <laughs> Stephanie said my kilt rating this week was 4.75. Not the best episode of the Pantheon, but definitely a solid and important one. My good Marcelie. Lauren Lyle is an absolute revelation. She's taken a good character and made her
2: spectacular. Oh, agreed. Absolutely Can we just take agreed. a
0: moment for that word?
2: Spectacular? No,
0: do it slowly. Spectacular. Spectacular. Because it hits Can different you, aspects of your tongue, Spec- spectacular.
2: spectacular. Like that Q
0: is the back of it, you lar, and then
2: it's like oh. Mm, Can you whisper? Roller. Can you whisper it to me? Spectacular. <laughs> That's what she said. Anyway, guys, Jeffrey, if you're, get out of here. If you're Jeffrey, at home, Jeffrey, no, no, you're not allowed in the studio no more. Come on, just, Jeffrey. Just
0: like whisper it to yourself if you're near somebody. Spectacular. And you're, do it slowly. <laughs>
2: It's very oh, ASMR.
0: It, I know. People keep saying I need to get into that. I get where out. know. She's a sage, a foil, a comic. I'm so glad the writers have taken her strengths as a scene stealer and given her more to do. I read this week that Sophie and Lauren really pushed producers and writers to let Brian and Marsley build a strong friendship. And I am all in. The bad, while as a book reader, I know that these last two episodes are critical in laying the groundwork for what's about to happen. And from a writing perspective, they're doing a masterful job of subtly planting seeds, I'm really nervous about the amount of time they've spent on these last two episodes when we only have eight hours left. It's a double-edged sword. When you're adapting a novel, you want to get as much of the story as you can, but as we all know the last couple of seasons suffered from too much plot and not enough character building. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Roger. (laughs) So I'm grateful that they're giving us time to focus on small, quiet moments. The problem is we only have eight more hours and I'm really nervous that we're going to get to the end and it's going to be like the season four finale where they just tried to smash it all in, like all 17 things at once. This is even more worrying in light of the fact that we know they're bringing in some stuff from book six. So I guess what I'm really saying is the seasons are too short. Totally agree. Well, the, actually,
2: we, you, you should consider yourself lucky.
0: That we have a show and not a no, movie? Well, no,
2: that you get, you're getting 12 to 13 episodes. I mean, mo- a lot of television shows now are going to the 10-episode uh, arc. Westworld, which is premiering tonight as we record this, is actually only eight episodes long this season. That's it. That is the entirety of season uh, season three. And that show has been off how, air for years. How many two episodes
0: years. for Westworld? I didn't listen. How to
2: tell when the hosts <laughs> aren't listening. True. True. Eight episodes this okay. season for Westworld.
0: Listen, that show gets dark, man.
2: That show gets wicked dark. I don't dark. have anyone that it's I'm rooting for. wicked dark down yeah. <laughs> so the great from her uh, was the character freaking development. Thank the good Lord, baby Jesus, lying in a manger. Oh, great. <laughs> great reference to Ricky Bobby. Oh, my God. Talladega Knights. You know what? You For that. Makes me want to oh, So that was a great job. Somewhere along those uh, The writers have returned to the roots of Outlander and are taking the time to build the characters and the relationships between them. The whole season is feeling very reminiscent of season one, and I am here for it. From Roger and Fergus's budding friendship to Bree working through her trauma and... Absolutely losing it. Mary, I was too apoplectic. I too was apoplectic when she went to get firewood. That is not a
0: fun word to say. Try that. Apoplectic. Apoplectic. See, not as fun.
2: Can you say it five times fast?
0: Apoplectic, 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 apoplectic. Great job. Look at you. Um, How now, brown cow? (laughs) You <laughs> need to speak for the a living. The spider
2: was spectacular. The <laughs> spider was spectacular. All right, let's...
0: Spectacular. See, that's why they make you do it, because it's an exercise for your tongue.
2: Uh, I literally shouted, Bree, shut the door! And then cussed in fear until she scooped him up in her arms into Jamie's highland fling and the steamy midnight stroll with Claire. We've needed these moments. The thing with Outlander is that it's ultimately a story about a couple and their family. So the times when we see them in the real human moments... Are the most compelling. It's moments like these that allow us viewers to become immersed in the story. I've never traveled through time or led a revolution. Sure? Um, I'm pretty sure that no one's traveled through time. <laughs> I'm this isn't this isn't Doc Brown in his train at the end of Back to the Future Three. <laughs> uh, um, uh, side note we we did watch Back to the Future Three recently, and
0: it took us three days. It took to us three days it. to
2: watch it. I think I like it the same amount that I liked it the last time that I watched it, which was, eh,
0: oh eh. yeah, no, it's like it's no. no,
2: it's definitely no Back to the Future too.
0: You know, it and is it's it's certainly a,
2: no Back to the Future. It's
0: a step above the latest Indiana Jones movie.
2: Oh yeah, like the, a
0: couple steps above that.
2: The Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. That was a payday.
0: But both of their endings, you're like, okay,
2: yeah, you're like, yeah, that happened. Move on. Yeah, moving on. Um, where am I? Uh, I've never traveled through time or led a revolution, but I've definitely had too much to drink and flirted with my husband while t- taking a walk in the woods. These are the moments that matter, and these are the moments that are going to carry us through the impending storms. Bam! Just like that. A winner! Stephanie, you, you nailed it. I mean, you nailed it through and through. That was freaking awesome. Great job. These are the uh,
4: moments that matter.
2: These, yes. This one comes from com. Lynn Henderson says, Hey, Mary and Blake, coming to you today from the happiest place on earth, Disney World.
0: Oh my God, get out. Mm.
2: I don't have many thoughts on this week's episode, having watched it on my phone and on the trip down. Oh my but God. what really struck me was the strength of the relationships and the character development. <laughs> that scene between Jamie and Claire just broke my heart, and I'm all in with the Brie and Marsily show. Yes. I just love Marsily more and more every day. But what, could I, could use more is of, uh, what I could use more of is Fergus and Raja. I would really like to see that relationship blossom. And especially considering the strain between Roger and Jamie, it'd be nice for Roger to have another ally. That poor boy could use all the help he can. I won't
0: be an ally.
2: <laughs> all right, calm down. I, listen,
0: not that kind of ally.
2: Calm down. I'll calm sing down. some harmonies. Friggin' Rick Rankin, that guy. That frackin' guy. <sighs> that guy can... Go get his shine box. He'll be my friend. He can go get his shine box. That's what he can do. Um, But uh, thank you very much uh, from from Lynn. But actually, Stephanie brought up a point that I want to talk to you about. I want to get back to this because I was just uh, or Stephanie. uh, Stephanie brought this point up. She's saying that this season so far is reminiscent of season one. Would you agree with this, or is that taking it a step too far? Do you think?
0: Um, I think it may be a wee step too far, but on the flip side, what I do like about it is that we're kind of, we're staying put for the most part. Yes. We're not going to other times. We're not going to other countries. Um, we're kind of, we're home and we're figuring out how to handle these conflicts that are at home. Mm -hmm. I think the magic of season one can never be recaptured just like the magic of Jurassic Park. Yeah. Like, like when you first saw those dinosaurs and that T Rex went and got that goat and the leg of pear, you were like,
3: What we're is going gone. on? To Jurassic Park. Yes.
0: <laughs> and then when you saw Jurassic Park 2 and 3 and Jurassic World and then whatever the next Jurassic World was, you were like, Dinosaurs are great. And this is a great plot. But yes. like, that, but little, Jurassic Park. that little spark of unique magic, the magic is only in season one. Yes. You know? um.
2: And the other thing I would say, too... There's a lot
0: of other sparks of magic that only happened in season one.
2: (laughs) All the sparks.
0: All the rolling around in grass and... I'll, I'll let you use your imagination or your rewind button. The, the
2: other thing I would say too here is Mary you are right there's a certain magic to the Scotland and there's a certain magic to the the specialness the uniqueness of season one all oh, the sex. Uh, so much sex uh, but also the way that it was shot the way that it was written the the, the team that was writing it between Anne Kenny and Kenny young
0: Jamie who doesn't really worry too much. Yeah.
2: And like,
0: it's I, I just I love watching Jamie change over time. Yes. Because we got to see him without like I mean yes he had a care in the world and he already had a tragic story of his life but Mm -hmm. like he was pretty much YOLO you know just like just hanging with the horses like this is what I'm going to do man sure I'll stick up for you know like he'll just he'll just do (laughs) sure just do what he got to do and now now he's a wizened man
2: but the other thing that I think that jumps out to me here is kind of what I talked about earlier which is Outlander has or yeah, definitely has established its vocabulary in terms of the way that it wants to tell its own story. And season one was very much um, an example of that, which is highly serialized. One episode led, led into the next. And season five has been very episodic. It's It's not serialized the way that season one was. Whether or not things that happened in the in in previous uh, episodes are going to lead to something later on, it's irrelevant. It's irrelevant because
0: I can't say that word.
2: I can't. Well, yeah, yeah, you say irrelevant. Isn't that the right? Isn't that? No, here? it's irrelevant, not irrelevant. Okay. <laughs> say it now. Say it with me, Mary.
0: Irrelevant. No.
2: <laughs> nope. <laughs> she can't say it ladies I can't. and gents
0: and I also can't say antibiotic
2: no you said that right okay good you can't say birthday right
0: what do you mean I can't say you, that. you really? say birthday
2: <laughs> <laughs> listen this may be the white claws talking but let's, you can't say birthday right let's continue um, so the show has established itself and the way that it te- wants to tell where it has told its stories and the problem with season five is that it is very episodic and the language is not the same. And that's an issue. That's an issue. You can change settings. You you can change motivations. You
0: can't recapture season one magic. No,
2: but you, you, you may not be able to capture the magic of it all, but you can at least maintain your language. Um,
0: they're in a different country. I think
2: about the leftovers, right? The leftovers changed its setting and it changed its story. Essentially, uh, seasons one, two, and three. Each year, it it evolved into something totally bananas. It was freaking Planet Zippy uh, for, for for a lot of the episodes, um, but it maintained <laughs> what?
0: I don't know where you came up with that phrase, by the way. Planet Zippy continued,
2: <laughs> but it maintained its language. It told it it told you the yes. story in the way that it originally, like the in the in the same language that it told you in season one. Through season two and through season three, right now Outlander is changing its language, and that is something that I think is hard for show watchers because they don't know the story, they don't know what's coming, and the language is so important to how you tell you. It's like it's like saying two plus two is five after knowing for your entire life that two plus two is four. It's it's impossible. You can't you can't do that. Uh, so that's how I, time, huh? Mm-hmm.
0: Are you done with your monologue? <laughs> Ooh, I just got bored.
2: <laughs> yes, Mary. I'm done with the monologue. Thank you very much. Ready for the voicemails? People emails?
0: are agreeing with you, by the way. Christina's agreeing with you. People, you know, you, you didn't bore everybody. <laughs>
2: <laughs> All right, fine. We'll get to the voicemails. By the way, just for those of you who are listening, who are keeping score, you can... Leave some voicemails for us for these listener feedback episodes. Just go to outlandacast.com, click on the engage button, and then you'll see a voicemail drop down. Engage
0: is so strong of a word.
2: Well, that's what you wanted. I know. You (laughs) wanted that. I put it. You're the boss. I'm the nerd that makes it happen. I
0: can say that word. You can't
2: say. Say birthday.
0: Okay. No. (laughs) (laughs) What's the other word I'm supposed to try to say? Inconceivable?
2: No. (laughs) I can do that one. Inconceivable. Okay. all right here we go
3: mary and blake hi it's marcia from columbus hi, marcia. Hi, marcia. my review on episode 504 Where's columbus? Um, i give it a 4.8 i thought it was a good solid episode i certainly didn't have nightmares after this one so it's certainly an improvement over last week my good brianna and marsley celebrating their sacred silence uh sisterhood um and I think all us moms wanted to share in that sisterhood and have a, a wee dram with them. Yes. Um, the Isaiah Morton storyline, I thought, was interesting. The parallels um, to Jamie and Claire's relationship. Um, you know, Jamie, of course, being married to leg Hair, with most of that time being spent apart. Um, and then, of course, Claire being married when... To Frank when she married Jamie, so I thought that was really interesting. My bad. Oh my gosh, that getaway! Lord help me, it was the loudest getaway ever between the horses clip clopping uh-huh. along the path, um, the barrels falling over, of course, and then Claire watching out the window. I mean, hello, uh, everyone can see you, Claire. Um, <laughs> and then Jamie, that that awful awful alibi with the goats. I mean, come on. But the great jamie's ovary bursting speech to claire oh my gosh all the feels love love loved that so have a great week and look forward to
1: talking about next week bye for now thank you hi mary and blake this is eliza from atlanta georgia first of all wow Eliza <laughs> and Peggy.
2: <laughs> That's uh, that just just going to throw that out there.
1: To the caller who binged everything in 6 months. Yes. I feel like a kindred spirit. and my fastest I can read all the books in the main series in 7 weeks, but it takes me forever to watch. Wow. The lady, at the grocery store says I have a binge bunker. Oh. Shout out to the ladies at my local library who say there's nothing better than Outlander. <laughs> anyway, on to 504. I give it 4.8 kills out of 5. And no fives until we get some rolling to Hey Hey from the pen, Dr. Rawlings, and McDo. Hmm. My good was the community. I finally feel a bond. The heart-wrenching um, attempted suicide, and I didn't feel like she was a brat, like how it felt in the book. Yeah. I finally feel this amazing bond to the people of the Ridge. My bad was the cringy costumes still, but I can't expect them to have a wardrobe change in the woods like Narnia. Okay, my real bad was Stephen Bonnet. I don't want him to huh. jump out at her or us to think that she's going to jump out at her all season long. It's going to get really old. My great was Claire and Jamie's Sexy Time in the Woods, but still no adult content. Come on, guys. And also, I really want them to film here. We've, I live less than five miles away from where they filmed Avengers, Hunger Games, all that. Come on, the taxes are so cheap. <laughs> anyway,
2: um, this episode was amazing and slap. Oh, she, she, she got cut off. Well, Eliza, you know, Eliza. not a nuclear take uh, on uh, on a Stephen Bonnet. Like, I agree with you. I don't want the jump scares. I don't want her. I don't want to feel like he's just going to jump on and be like, "Ha, got ya." But I do like a looming presence. I like even if it's subconscious, even if it's something that we as viewers are aware of that. Bree isn't necessarily aware of i like the looming presence and by the way every time eliza calls i am going to play this Here comes the Washington. so you're welcome hamilton fans go to Marion and Blake.com and listen to the hamilton podcast or apple podcasts and just look up the words rise up you'll see mary and i's podcast about hamilton hello no wrong one sorry i did it again i did it again
5: Hi friends, this is Janine back from Disney Hi Janine um, I gave this episode 5 kilts um, But my husband gave it 4.9 Because he thought the diversion at the end was clunky uh, After last week's plot driven thriller episode I thought this episode was so patient Allowed for so much character develop- development And crucial conversations um, I renamed this episode Got em, Because right. when Marsley says she killed her father To make the point That thinking can't make something come true boom, got him. And when Isaiah asked Jamie and Roger about leaving their lady loves, got him again. Um, going back to Marsley's conversation with Brianna, I thought this was so well done because it addresses mental health and the importance of a support system with your friends, especially when Marsley talks about the devil that Brianna conjured it reminded me of Brene Brown's Ted talk and how she says the story I'm telling myself is dot, dot, dot. Mm. Um, Marsley does such a good job calming down Brianna. She calms her down gently, asks her question, and is wise in her response. This moment was such a great example of how friends can address their other friends' anxieties and mental health. And I was really proud of the show for doing that. Um, I think possibly an outlandish theory could be that Jamie's going to use some of Roger's advice about avoiding battle with the trading of goods. We'll see. I don't know. See you guys next week.
2: Thank you, Janine. Welcome back from Disney, by the way. That's great. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you look at that. You, <laughs> but thank you very much.
6: Hey, Mary and Blake. It's Denise from Medina, Ohio. Hi, Denise. I've been listening to you for a couple of years, but this is my first time calling. <whistles> Yay! i <laughs> get right into my GBGs. My good. I love the sword dancing and the Scottish songs that Roger was singing. I miss being in Scotland. And these were nice little tidbits. My bad. Bree's failure to communicate important information again. Yes. Mm -hmm. Like when she didn't tell Jamie about Bonnet, so when Roger shows up, he ends up getting sold to the Mohawk by Ian for some backcountry bling. And now not telling Marsily that Bonnet might be after her? Even if she doesn't want to give up details about the rape, she could tell them the story about when he robbed Jamie and Claire... And Lizzie knows all about Bonnet anyway. If they're all in trouble, they should know it. Preach. By the way, I think that Bonnet was there in the house. Jemmy certainly didn't jump up and turn that doorknob by himself. There was someone there to open it. My great. Marsali. That woman is a rock. Last season, she's driving the getaway wagon for Fergus, <laughs> then she's playing Sweeney Todd with Claire in the surgery, yeah, girl. and in this episode, really being the voice of reason with Brie and keeping things under control on the ridge. I really didn't like her in the books, but Lauren Lyle does an amazing job of bringing her to life. One last thing, why did the Beardley twins have to wear season four wigs?
2: they were the newest ones cast (laughs) they got the (laughs) (laughs) hand-me-downs oh you're new here (laughs) let
0: me guess you're a wee hand-me-down robes red hair
5: (laughs) you're a (laughs) beardly
2: <laughs> oh. Thank you Mary. You're welcome. Thank you for that one. Thank you for that. One that uh, was that was excellent stuff.
7: Hi guys, this is Whitney from Alaska. Hi Whitney. Um, I just first wanted to say, I love the podcast, I'm a new listener, it's my first time calling in, and thank you so much to both you, Blake and Mary, for all you do to make us smile every week. Um, I just appreciate you guys so much.
2: We appreciate so you. So
7: I'm gonna jump right in. My rating, my kilt rating this week was a 4.9, um, and then I'm gonna go right into my good, bad, great. So my good was Fergus, I'm totally on the Fergus train right now, I'm obsessed probably because I'm in the middle of book number two. And then his green coat with that big hood, I was like frontier chic need to add that to my collection. (laughs) My bad was it was the Alicia character. I don't know if it was the actress or what, but it just, it was the whole story of I'm going to kill myself over this guy. Just kind of drove me nuts, but I get that it was a different time. Yep and that's basically all they had but my great was it actually is the dynamic between Roger and Jamie and i hope i can eloquently say this with so many you know seconds left but basically i you know Jamie is all about loyalty morton was the first person to raise his hand on the ridge. And I can see why he's upset. But then on the flip side, I can totally understand why Roger is seeking this approval. He doesn't have any parents left. He really wants Jamie to just love him. I totally get it. I feel it. I love this episode. I love you guys. Bye.
2: <laughs> oh. <laughs> looks like she was going to get cut off so she's like I love like, you guys. I know I know what it is <laughs> <laughs> so that was good Frontier Chic that might be a new Mary and Blake store shop, I like shirt. that I kind of like this Frontier here. Chic Frontier Chic here we go
4: Hi, Mary Blake. This is Sharon calling from Chicago. Hey, i give this episode a big fat five kill mm-hmm. again. Season five is bringing it. Wow. Okay. Um, first, Blake, I just want to say, I nearly spit out my tea when you were talking about Fergus clapping and how you thought that noise of the drum was his wooden hand. Oh yes. my gosh. I couldn't stop thinking about it. Can't, see. Um, my good was um, Marcele. She's one of those people who shows up and you know, everything is going to be okay. Amen. I would just love to have a Marcele in my life. Um, I also liked Roger singing. I just love it when he's able to show what he can really do. Um, my, um, let's see, I also love the bonding conversation between Jamie and Claire. I sort of know that feeling. Um, I don't have any children myself, but I'm a stepmom, so I kind of can understand mm-hmm where those two are coming from. Um, but my best was the storytelling skills of this episode. The pacing was amazing. There was a lot of heavy lifting they had to do, and they did it fabulous. The scenes had the beginning, middle, and end. Um, and also the characters were completely different um, from when they started and that is the mark of great st- storytelling. Mm-hmm. The dancing made me cringe a little and like I love the cinematography too. Season 4 was a little cheap and then I love the horses running. Oh my goodness, I just love it. Okay guys, see you next week. Bye!
2: Thank you, Thank you Sharon, I appreciate that. Let's get the next one.
8: Hey, Mary and Blake, this is Melanie calling for the first time from sunny South Florida. Yay! Regarding the newest episode, The Company We Keep, my kilt rating is a 4.8 overall i thought it was great uh, i just thought it was lacking with the uh, rumpy pumpy between jamie and claire <laughs> that we're all craving mm. i was hoping when jamie was leading her off into the woods that's what we were gonna see mm-hmm. but no i pretend such that, that it
0: still does uh, my good
8: for this episode was the bonding <laughs> taking place between uh Marceline and brie clearly Marcely saw that brie was struggling with something and uh that was her attempt to reach out i thought that was really something special My bad uh, was the fact that um, Fergus seemed to be wearing a Little Red Riding Hood cloak. (laughs) Um, It just really distracted my attention. Frontier chic. Not sure what they were thinking (laughs) with the costume there. Um, And I'm also surprised that Jamie didn't make Fergus a captain because given their long-term history and trust, I think he would be a good asset to help in some of those situations. And my great was Isaiah Morton and um, him mentioning to jamie and roger what they wouldn't do for the women that they love so thanks for all the great work and uh, can't wait to hear your next episode yay thank you melanie thanks. i appreciate
2: that we call that uh nepotism <laughs> we call that nepotism uh making roger a captain and uh, fergus not a captain so that's okay it happens i don't blame jamie he's trying to give something to roger because he's He's an LD, and it is what it is.
0: Stop
8: with the LD. I'm serious.
0: Okay, fine. I don't want it ever again.
2: All right, fine. I'll stop. Okay, here we go.
8: Hi, Mary Blake and Sam. This is Allison from Huntington Beach, California. Hello. What's up, Wednesday? Well, it's a beautiful, sunny day here in Southern California, so I'm actually headed out to go on a run to the beach. I'm nice. pretty sure the beach is safe from COVID-19. okay. So I'm late to the game and just recently began watching Outlander. Ooh. I'm loving all Welcome. of the seasons. Welcome. Um, and season five. Okay. So for season one, I'm curious to know what is Sam's favorite episode and which one was the most fun for him to film? Also, I know Sam loves his whiskey and I'm definitely looking forward to receiving My bottle of the Sassanac. but what is Sam's favorite traditional Scottish meal? Thank you. Stay safe. Love you guys. You know what? We are currently on
0: Facebook Live (laughs) because neither Blake nor I know the answer to this question. Even if we thought we could figure it out, we've been having some white claws because it's listening feedback. (laughs) So I'm going to let our listeners on Facebook Live help us out.
2: Yeah, that's, we're going to, we're just going to. We're gonna whisk past we'll get, the graveyard. We'll get on that back. One. We'll
0: get back to you. We are not the actual cast. We're just no. two jabronis from Rhode Island who like to watch the show. <laughs> <laughs> but the collective. Hold on. Five... You
2: know. Let me get Sam on the phone real quick. Hold on. You, you know, know what?
0: That... Sam probably would write back.
2: Uh, if we if we gave him a uh, if we gave him a nice phone call, um, maybe he would. Maybe, maybe.
0: Right now? Sure. Why not? Yeah, what's he sure. doing? Sam Everyone's on lockdown. The entire world. He got nothing better to do, but be on Twitter. But be on Instagram. My suggestion, um, want you tweet at him. What's your favorite meal, bro? You know what do you what do you like? I mean, let's be real. It's probably like chicken
2: and broccoli. Oh, guarantee, because you know he doesn't do protein potatoes. bar. Yeah, <laughs> grass. B- it's bar. Grass. That's a little kickback to season one. because yeah. <laughs> he ate grass. grass. There you go. He likes grass, not the good kind of grass, the bad kind of grass. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, here we go. Diane says it was the scene at the creek. So where he's playing, right? Uh-huh. Yep, yep. yep. Uh, oh, at the creek, at the, the
2: creek, crick? creek, creek. No, sure. right here. Diane yeah, says, it says, crick yeah. It says
0: haggis is his favorite. Oh, haggis is not haggis. my favorite meal.
2: I had haggis. I actually quite enjoyed it.
0: It was good, but it's not my favorite. I
2: also had blood pudding, thanks to and Gavin. Um, oh yeah
0: Creek yeah so that's why I'm like Creek I'm like wait a second no I'm thinking no okay Um, so the scene between him and Claire by the river Uh uh-huh. yep. there we go yep yep
2: yep yep okay got it alright See,
0: uh, people are saying to stop calling him LD I'm not
2: alone in this listen I've no, got conflicting reports I've I'm, gotten it's cl- not
0: allowed anymore
2: it's not allowed wait, It's it, now it's a Mary and Blake commandment yep okay alright fair enough it's a Mary and Blake commandment I can no longer call Roger an LD okay fine mm-hmm. fair thank you I'll take it I'll take thank it thank you just as long as we don't talk about season two anymore the season that shall not be named
9: <laughs> hello from the highlands of Scotland it's Kirsten Ling here hey Kirsten. my take on the episode the good the king of men Jamie not only does he command respect as the head hejin, but he has the ability to sort out any rami and still have time to melt our hearts when he's with
2: Clare.
9: Poor Roger has no chance of running that militia, yeah. as he could have run a flag up a pole. <laughs> the bad. Now, the custom of giving a wee bairn a silver coin still exists to this day in Scotland. It's said to bring good fortune, especially if the bairn grasps it. Mm. But what half-wit leaves a coin in the pram for hours? Seriously? It's nae exactly very lucky if the bairn chokes on the coin. Mrs Bug's mm-hmm. the worst. But then, Jamie is a smart bairn. Having only just learnt to walk, he managed to hide from Brianna by also <laughs> opening and closing that cupboard door all by himself. The great Marsali. She's wise beyond her years. She doesn't get in a or a flap. And her hard childhood made her a tough wee weapon. She can be a nippy sweetie at times, but she's an absolute belter of a best friend to have. Yes. That's all from me. Cheerio.
2: Ah, thank you so much. Excellent stuff. That's why, again... She's a Hall of Fame caller. Yes, she is. She's a Hall of Fame caller. Um,
0: Wouldn't it be fun if there was a show that took place in Rhode Island and people would be like, oh my God, I wonder if there's any authentic Rhode Island accents, maybe with a husband who has a Boston accent. (laughs) (laughs)
2: yeah no one would watch that nobody would care about that
0: and let us hear the beautiful accent that is the meld of Boston and New York otherwise known as Rhode Island accents
2: (laughs) (laughs) the Rhode Island accent is so weird What do you mean? It's weird. You're weird. No, I'm not weird. The Rhode Island accent's weird. Because it's like, it's Boston, but it wants to be New York. It's a
0: mesh of Boston and New York. We can't help that we're like, not really in between that's more Connecticut, but we're kind of in between.
2: Don't get me started on Connecticut. Don't get me started on Connecticut. Shouldn't even be a state.
0: No, it should. It just needs a bridge over it so we can get the hell over (laughs) it to get to New York. That's where you get stuck. Everyone knows you get stuck in Connecticut.
2: (laughs) There should just be a bridge over Connecticut. Just just to get over it. Yes. No exits. No None. nothing. None. Just go forward. Just, just go just, straight. Just keep go sixty five at the least. More like seventy. Okay.
0: Just, just cruise control.
2: i I you know what I would even I would even be okay with eighty. Because you know what? I
0: love Connecticut. It's my favorite place to go get
2: Love Mystic. Oh my God.
0: The lobster bomb.
2: Oh, the lobster at the bomb. No ink
0: crab shack or oh. lobster shack and no ink. This episode brought
2: to you by the Crab Shack mm-hmm. in No Ink, Connecticut. Oh, my God. If you guys are ever in Connecticut, ever in yeah, if you're in Rhode Island. Yeah, you're near Mystic, which oh, yeah. is,
0: there's this little town next to Mystic called Noank. You need yep. to go to Ford's Lobster Shack.
2: Yep. Ford's lobster, lobster Shack. Bomb. get It's, it, what is it? It's, it's lobster bisque in a it's, bread bowl. It's a bread bowl with yeah, yeah. lobster bisque yeah.
0: with chunks of lobster claw. Oh, Ugh. It's the most gluttonous, and I'm pretty sure they butter and like toast the the bread bowl. It is the most gluttonous lobster deliciousness of your life, and it's what I get on my birthday.
2: I mean, you'll. I probably
0: can't get it
1: on my birthday this
0: year, but it's okay. <laughs> we'll get our own. I mean, I live in Rhode Island, yeah. We, so can, we can figure can, like, it. Make I'm our sure own. we can figure it yeah. out. Um,
2: the, the 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 problem that you have after having the lobster bomb is the next day. I don't. You don't have a problem with it? No. 'Cause you know, this this there's a lot of bisque, there's a lot of lobs, there's bread. Lactate milk, man. <laughs> Lactate pill.
0: Well about that life. Okay, are there uh, any more listeners?
2: That's it. That's the end. That's the end of the, the okay. voicemails.
0: So here's how this is gonna work. Today is technically Sunday. Episode five oh five came out an hour and a half to go. Yes. Blake has not watched it. I watched it this morning. Uh huh. Thank you, Insomnia <laughs>
2: <laughs> So are we gonna watch the the preview for it? you want to watch the preview for it?
0: Oh, my God. I would love to watch the preview for it because I've already watched it. And All I right. want to just sit here and see what you think is going to happen. All right. Hold on. Angela, next time you come up, you need to stop. I'm serious. We need to stop in Mystic and um get the Lobster Bomb.
2: All right. Hold on. Uh, 505 promo perpe- for perpetual adoration. Here we go. Hold on. There might be an advertisement. So we may- might have to. Hold on. Let's see what we got here. What is this?
0: Ooh. Can you pull it up on the As big Boris TV, Blake? Oh? Blake, can you pull up a big mm-hmm. TV? Uh, I can. Hold, hold on, guys. I so we're watching the preview for episode 505, which everyone listening to this or watching this has probably already watched, except Blake.
2: All right, hold on. So let me. So we me... get
0: to revel in Blake's outlandish theories that he gets from this. Okay, trailer. here
2: we go. All right, you, you ready for this? All right, here we go. What is this? It's bonus, isn't it? Oh, oh, yes. Yes. Yeah, I told I you. I, I told you he would find out about Stephen Bonnet. Do you just
0: want to watch the whole thing and then come back and okay. piece by piece. Sure, sure. Okay. The doctor involves risk, sometimes even fatal.
5: The redcoats are benefiting from our hospitality as we speak. Where are they? Right.
9: Just as we practiced,
0: Scaffold. Steady. This can be the tricky part. Oh, Claire. Oh. I'm living the Lizzie life right now.
2: I know, that, that that face that she makes. Um, okay, all right, so clearly they're going to have surgery on uh, on the Josiah and Keziah boys, gonna happen. On the
0: twins. On the twins,
2: gonna happen. <laughs> the Weasleys. Um, the way that and the, the Weasleys. <laughs> Red hair. But you're a beardsley, aren't you? Um, something tells me that we're gonna get, the way that Jamie says- Do you, well, you,
0: wanna, our, do you wanna go by bit?
2: Yeah, sure. Okay, here we go. What is this? It's bonus, isn't it? Mm. There it is. It's Excellent. Bonus, it? I told you. This confirms the fact that the regulators are going to take a step back for a couple of weeks, and we're going to get this Stephen Bonnet conflict with Roger. Something's going to happen with Roger and Bonnet, guaranteed. And Jamie's going to have to help him, guaranteed. Absolutely, going to guaranteed.
0: Everything you do as a doctor involves risk. Sometimes even fatal.
5: The red coats are benefiting from our hospitality as we speak. Where are
2: they? Okay, so that right there.
5: Where- I
0: love how Jamie's like leaning in. He does not fear germs. He's leaning into that guy and he's like, Where are they? Yep, yep. Coming yep. close.
2: So the whole thing with, with him is like saying, Okay, where are they? That to me speaks that there's going to be. Mm. What? There's going to be some conflict here between Blake, Jamie... Hi,
0: Captain Obvious.
2: No, no, between Jamie and the Redcoats.
0: Captain Obvious?
2: No, that's not Captain Obvious because he's supposed to be making good with them because of Governor trying. He's supposed to be making good with them. But there's going to be something that happens with Jamie and the Redcoats because if if... No, 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 no. He cannot abide by like what Knox did to his people, like what what Knox did to the to the prisoners, killing them without a trial. Something is probably going to happen, something similar to that. And I'm not saying that it's going to be Knox, but there's going to be something with Jamie and one of these redcoats because he cannot abide by stuff happening again like that. And I just wonder if that's what's coming. Like the, no. So, something, something is a foul with with these with these uh, people.
9: Right, just as we practiced, scalpel, scalpel. This can be the tricky part.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so I love Lizzie's face at the end. There, she's like, oh god! And absolutely, the Beardsley boys are gonna have their surgery. Something is gonna happen with them. And I bet. Oh, here's another good one too. Here's another good one. Claire screws up. Claire Kill screws the up. Spare. Kill a <laughs> spare. <laughs> You're a wizard, Harry. <laughs> Kill the spare. Uh, he he screws up. He screws up. Who she, screws uh, up? He? She she screws up on something. Like maybe, may or 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 maybe Masley screws up on something. Maybe she gives her the wrong like knife. Maybe she gives her the wrong medicine. <laughs> she gives her like a rent scalpel. It's kind of like that movie Knives Out. Remember, we just watched Knives Out. Yeah, I fell asleep. She did fall asleep. That was that was unfortunate. Uh, but you know, there was some stuff happening in that movie Knives Out, and uh, yeah, I, I feel like that's what's going to happen. Some Mossley m- screws something up.
0: Are you done, or yeah. do you have any other like really cool theories that you can throw from this trailer? Uh, <laughs> because all of us have already seen it, and we're really enjoying. Oh yeah, you need you need that of course
2: string ending
0: of suspense.
2: Absolutely. So we'll leave. It. Oh, look at this! How apropos. Look at this. Look at this on, on the screen here. Outlander stars the whole thing.
0: That happens every
2: week. Blake. I know, but you know, but just to end end the show on Outlander, you know, here we go. Uh, Everybody's saying, everybody say, Mary, you fell asleep at Knives Out. Well, here's the scoop, guys.
0: Um, since everything's been happening that I'm not going to mention that begins with the letter C in the world. I've been having insomnia because, for those of you who don't know, I suffer from anxiety pretty badly. So, I've been staying up late watching stupid (laughs) stuff. (laughs) Luckily, no documentaries. Uh, Um, I've been listening to a lot of meditations. I've been journaling. I've been doing laundry. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and it all caught up with me, and so I took a melatonin like right before Blake said, let's watch Knives Out. So yes. I watched it, and they solved the murder in the first 10 or 20, what the, 20 can't be
2: Hashtag spoilers. Can't be dropping those kind of spoilers.
0: Whatever. <laughs> I just did. They solve it within the first 10 or 20 minutes, and but, I was like, but, screw this. I'm not staying awake. And then... But it's very exciting Ma- and things is happen. Right. Mary is But right. the thing is, is I saw the trailer for Knives Out, and it looked like it was going to be very artistically done visually. Yes, like the trailer for it. But was it was wicked trippy. No, it was wicked trippy, and no trippy fun stuff happened. Marvin, I was like, this the, the, is like the shots,
2: Clue. The shots in the trailer come from the film. Yeah, but they were doing these really interesting fades into
0: each other, these like uh-huh. twist fades, and I was like, ooh, I'm down with this. Like, what's going on, man? And then I was like, this is like Clue. And they already told me who did it. I'm
2: bored. So, so Mary's right. They do tell you. Who and Daniel did it
0: Craig in it
2: is trying to be Frank Underwood.
0: And I can't.
2: Yes, I would agree.
0: I can't, Daniel Craig. Don't be Frank Underwood.
2: Um, Frank Underwood from um from House of Cards for all of you. Uh, who who was played by Kevin Spacey. Uh, the same the same accent essentially. Um, they do tell you yes.
0: I'm blaming the melatonin. Let's be real. They, I'm probably, the next night I can't sleep, I will watch that instead of Love is Blind. Okay,
2: they do tell so you- do watch Love is Blind, guys. No, no, that, do not watch that. They do tell you who, who, what happened within the first 20 minutes. They do. It is- but it's not what you think.
0: Blake told me the entire plot line afterwards because he was like, "You fell asleep," and it was actually really good. And then he told me, and I was like, "Man, that was really good." <laughs> that was really good. I'll have to watch it again. So it's taking not melatonin. what you think.
2: Mary did not spoil it for you. It's not what yes. you think. Yes, so it, it was. I promise a, you. It was sleep minutes. Watch it. And as a matter of fact, filmed in Massachusetts. So just throwing that out there. Throwing that out there. Did it? Did it? My friend
0: Chris work on it? Yes,
2: he did. Yeah, yes, he did. And uh, directed by the same guy, Ryan Johnson, who directed Star Wars: The Last Jedi. Yeah. So that's that.
0: Emo Star Wars.
2: Emo Star Wars. Uh, so uh, better. Uh, are you in or out on Clue being better than Knives Out?
0: Are we can't talk about Outlander? Because we need to go watch it.
2: Okay, fine. Fair enough. All right. We're going to talk about Outlander. We're going to get out of
0: it. I watched Knives Out, so I can't tell you if it's better or worse, but I stayed a week for Clue. Uh,
2: You did. You did stay. Awake. I didn't take Melatonin for <laughs> Clue, though. <laughs> All right. So uh, you ready to close this bad boy out? You got any final thoughts? Buddy. Anything you want to say to the masses? Buddy. I'm done. You done?
0: I'm ready to go watch 505.
2: I just want to say, I just, I, I want to get, I want to get it out there. Okay. All right. No. All right. Here we go. We're done. Uh, <laughs> listen, everybody, my final thought for you, the thing that I want to, I want to part ways with you is everything's going to be, are you getting deep? Everything's going to be okay. We're going to be you, all right. Can
0: you just put on like some, some background, you know, put on, put on, uh, go to Wicked Roadie. Go over to there. No, no, no. I got something just put better. put on some background music. I means, already got like, something better. Oh,
2: okay. Ready? Yeah. Here we go. Okay. Oh, where is it? It's coming. Hold on.
0: Oh, oh. I wasn't ready for that. No, you weren't, I know. Close your eyes. Just just let it let man picture in a hammock. Yeah,
2: man. Having a having a a Miami Vice.
0: Oh, Miami Vice. Half strawberry daiquiri. Oh yeah. Half,
2: half Pina Colada. Pina colada. With some rum in there. Perfection. Oh yeah. Everything's gonna be all right, man. Just don't worry about it. Let's yes. just keep watching right.
0: Outlander. Just keep
2: watching Outlander. Keep listening
0: to the Outlander cast. Having fun. We're gonna be having some extra Outlander cast fun this week, guys, to get us through this. We got, we got
2: this. All right. But now my name is Mary. Well, no, we got to, we got to do the whole thing. We got to. Oh say, my god, I didn't even get it all up. You got to punt. Yeah, no. Well, we're not gonna punt. We're not gonna punt but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold the position for you, okay? Okay. So here we are. Uh, we're ending Outlander cast.
0: Lumos knows. Lumos is visiting us, for those of you.
2: So uh, this met, this episode was brought to you by White Claw, okay? <laughs> Mary and I have had a few White Claws. Um, but more importantly, I what, what I, what I want to say to you is go to maryandblake.com. Check out maryandblake.com and um, what? Nope, keep going. Okay, check out maryandblake.com. Keep hunting. I'm not punting. I'm just holding the line. I'm holding the line. Uh, go to maryandblake.com. Check out all of our podcasts that are there. Um, whether it's Outlander Cast, Rise Up. Oh, Rise Up This Morning. Yeah, there you go. Rise Up, uh, the Hamilton Podcast, Keep Calm and Crown On, uh, The North Remembers, the Game of Thrones Podcast, The Leftovers Podcast. I'm
0: getting ready for my ASMR
2: abilities. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on here, here 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 we go just feel it here we go this is my
0: message to you
1: <laughs>
0: spectacular Let's Be- try it out guys spectacular oh, all right oh yeah
2: You, you wanna, finally got it i've got it all right so
0: here's the scoop guys our patrons at OutlanderCastClan.com are saving our booty right now. As you know, with everything yes. that's going on right now, a lot of people are freaking out. This is super-duper important that people are members of OutlanderCastClan. Even for as little as $2 a month, you make this possible. We want to thank our most generous patrons. Um, the associate producers, Angie, Candy, Carolyn, Celine, Don, Diane, Jeffrey, Jennifer, Marilyn, Maureen, Patricia, Siobhan, Stephanie, and Valerie... And then we've, of course, got our co-producers, Amanda and Lee, Barbara, Dana, Janet, Keelan, Lori Ellen, Marianne, Meredith, Raynal, Sharon, Tina, and Whitney, and last but not least, our executive producers, Anne, Bobby, D, Jen, Katie, Kirsty, Martha, Nadra, Peg, and Sarah.
2: What, man? I did it. You did a good job. I got you. I got you.
0: I was supposed to get my iTunes reviews in, too. You,
2: you, you got you got some time. You want to do Nobody
0: it? Nobody wants to wait this long to to right. hear it.
2: Fair enough. Well, we're just chilling out to uh, to, to Somali man. Okay. We're, we're chilling out to Molly. I'm, I'm, I'm cool with that. Okay. Everything's going to be all right.
0: I want to go watch 505.
2: All right. Fine. Fair enough. <laughs> okay. All right, I'll let's mean, close this out. i need
0: two iTunes reviews next all right, time. Well, we we got to go. The Accept music's it. over. Okay. okay. My name's Mary. My name's Blake. And this is Outlander Cast.